get you fit radio the radio show that keeps you healthy and helps you lead a healthy lifestyle well today we're going to talk about something that happens quite too often with people and it's one that's been keeping me pretty busy lately um and it's one that might actually interest you because 95 percent of the population has experienced this and it is the derailment of the diet. Do you know that the average person gains 11 pounds for every diet that they go on? Uh, Yeah, that is what I just said. They gain 11 pounds for every diet that they go on. Even worse, when they lose weight, they lose muscle and fat. And so when they regain the weight, they gain back all of it in fat. Um, When that muscle burns off, um, it burns off and dissipates. And when their metabolism slows down, uh, the cruel fact is, is when the weight is regained, it is regained in just fat. Now, if I confused you a little bit, I want you to stop and think about this. Most diets fail because people don't execute them properly. Um, Haven't you known someone who has lost weight uh, pretty fast and then suddenly they've gained it back about a year or so later? Anytime weight is lost quickly, you are losing muscle. The key to losing weight in keeping it off are two simple things. First, automatically reduce your appetite um, by not starving yourself. This has to be done gradually. Um, you, You cannot quickly and outwardly strike everything out of your diet. It has to be a very smooth transition. There's a lot of brain chemistry involved, hormones involved that drive your hunger and overeating. Um, Secondly, um, you need to increase your metabolism so that you burn more calories all day. And unfortunately, most diets do the opposite. They increase your hunger and they slow your metabolism. So I, I just began a new program with my, um, with my company. And I onboarded close to 100 new uh, new members. And I have uh, close to 300 existing members. So I'm evaluating um, the new 
and the old. And I'm and I'm looking at behaviors of people that have been with me for a long time and who have succeeded in weight loss and who have lost the weight and kept it off, um, and who've been coached by me. And then I'm I'm looking at new people who I've onboarded this week who have completed their first week and I'm seeing their behaviors and I'm I'm evaluating their questions. And I I thought, you know, this is a really good topic to cover right now because I spent the week um, charting and tallying and uh, keeping cumulative um, charts of what the most common um, questions were and what the most common frustrations were already after one week of dieting. And now keep in mind, these people um, have a new plan that has been written by me. Um, and in addition to that, they also have the day-to-day correspondence with me. So they're able to text me. They're able to consult with me. They're able to reach out to me for help. And I'm able to look at their um, fitness pal, which is an app that they input their information. And I'm able to see what they are writing and what they're eating to help um, remedy uh, why or what is going on with, with their weight loss. So what has happened this week is I've picked up on frustration already after one week. And this is what causes people to fail in dieting. So when people fail in dieting, they lose weight initially, and then they gain it back. And when they gain it back, Um, Like I said, when I started this segment, they gain back um, the fat that they lost, and then they gain back additional fat that is the muscle that was lost. So you're actually being um, more than counterproductive. So throughout the week, um, I've noticed an extreme, extreme, uh, overwhelming lack of patience. Um, and uh, if you're listening and you are one of my clients or you are one of my new clients um, or you've been one of my clients or you've just been on a diet, that lack of patience is incredible. Um, it's something that we all want tomorrow. You know, we 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 prepare for the for the meal plan. We get ourselves situated in this program, and we want to blink our eyes, and we want to see the results. Um, this is not something that you can put five dollars in in a, in a machine and and get out like a, like a gumball. Um, this is something that you have to really really work toward. And um, I know this, you know this, everybody knows this, but it amazes me that people truly think that this should be an instant result. Um, And the lack of patience is truly what is going to derail people and what does derail people. So to start out, before I even talk about um, some of the other factors that cause derailment, um, and lack of success in dieting. Um, 
the the patience is an a muscle that you need to exercise. Um, it is no different than any other muscle. Going into um, a program, you need to know that uh, you're going to require a lot of patience and that it's going to be rough in the sense that things aren't going to go smoothly and you are going to get frustrated. Um, you should go into it knowing that it's going to take a while because the better for you is to increase your metabolism and decrease your hunger. Um, speeding things up and speeding the process up is, is going to be counterproductive. You're going to end up with an 11 pound weight gain. Just remember that slow and steady and do not expect any difference. So going into it, knowing this hopefully will help you. All right. This one kind of ties in with the first and, uh, it, it, is very relevant to the first one, a lack of patience, and that is when the scale is not moving. Um, again, instant gratification. Uh, we have a really good eating day, and we expect to see at least a one-pound weight loss the next day. Um, unfortunately, the scale does not work that way, and our bodies don't work that way. Uh, it does theoretically take 3,500 calories to lose a pound. However, um, even that is not how it works. Um, I could go out and run a marathon or an ultra marathon, and I have. Um, unfortunately, the next day, I am not down a pound. Um, it simply is not that cut and dry. Uh, your body also doesn't know when 24 hours starts and ends. It's the big picture. So if you had a really great week this week, your your body may not produce those results on the scale until next week. Um, or if you had a really great eating day yesterday, um, but you haven't digested all of your food yet and you got on the scale tomorrow, um, but you didn't see a loss, that doesn't mean that you're not losing fat. That doesn't mean that you're not increasing your metabolism. But when people don't see that instant result on the scale, they instantly derail. Um, I just had uh, several people um, have a great three days, three straight perfect days. Scale didn't move. And, and honestly, they were going to derail. And when I say derail, that means frustration sets in and uh, they're not going to stick to the food plan. They're going to get mad and they're going to go off plan and they're going to eat the foods that they are not supposed to be eating, which then is going to give them a bad result. And when this happens, you don't ever see the good result. Um, and, and this is generally what happens. So you have to hold on. You have to trust the process. And when you do this, the scale will move. Um, I say this all the time. People, the scale doesn't move. You have to say to yourself, if I've done everything right and I'm eating what I'm supposed to be eating and I'm following the rules like I'm supposed to be following, the scale will eventually move. And it will. Um, it, it, there, it, there is nobody 
that's ever had the issue where it hasn't. Um, and, and I know there are people out there um, that might be saying, well, I've tried everything and, and scale hasn't moved for me. Um, I would challenge that because um, generally speaking, it's usually overconsumption of calories, whether it's a miscalculation um, or it is a uh, miscalculation of some sort of macronutrient that can be fixed. All right. Next one is the weight fluctuations. Again, maybe the scale is moving, but people can't handle those weight fluctuations. Uh, your weight is going to fluctuate. Uh, just this last week, myself, I, I had a three-pound weight swing in one day. And, and for no reason. However, I know what the reason was. Um, the reason was I had a late dinner one night and I capped off the night with popcorn and got up the next morning, which was actually the middle of the night for most of you, and weighed myself really early. The food had not digested. You can't expect to eat late at night um, popcorn doesn't digest right away. This is all sitting in my stomach still. And then I hop on the scale. Well, clearly that is still sitting in my digestive tract. Um, I was up three pounds. Uh, that is horrifying to see. But I knew that there was no way I could have gained three pounds in one day. Um, I trusted the process. I got on the scale the next day. It had dropped. And we're back to normal. Um, people that can't handle those swings see that, and instead of trusting the process, they go off and treat themselves to a you know summer skillet with extra potatoes and cheese, and and then th then they really are up three pounds. Um, so again, if you're doing everything right and you're following the rules, that fluctuation is just a fluctuation. So you cannot let that derail you. All right. So if you are just joining us, we are talking about the top derails for diets and what things are typical in causing people to quit in the middle of a um, meal plan and diet plan. Um, next one, misconception. Uh, lots of times people think that they can exercise their little hearts away and see the results without changing their diet or even changing their diet and implementing exercise um, and exercising extra um, to see those results. However, exercise is not going to be enough of a deterrent to losing weight. Um, coming from a ultra marathon runner, marathon runner, um, I've said this before, um, I've been up 20, 25 pounds before in the middle of, of training season for, for marathons. When you are training, when you are exercising a lot, you tend to eat more. Um, there's also misconceptions that you should get to eat back the calories that you burn. If you are trying to lose weight and you are overweight, that fat is a source of energy and you shouldn't eat those calories back. That is how you lose weight. There's also a miscalculation of calories burned. 
oftentimes people think that they burn a lot more calories than they actually burn. And there's always that miscalculation of calories eaten. Oftentimes I will go on people's logs and I will see people log just the wrong amounts for foods. Um, I did a recent um, vlog uh, that you can find actually on my uh, YouTube, which is uh, my YouTube channel, Get You Fit Fitness and Nutrition, where I weighed uh, even vegetables on a food scale. And to my surprise, even, even an orange pepper was 60 calories. And I know that's not a lot, but when you're not counting vegetables and you're not counting fruit, um, that's going to add up. Um, and if you're eating unlimited amounts of grapes and cherries and watermelon and and you're running uh, 10 miles a day, uh, the, the fruits are going to negate all of that. So you have to make sure that you are logging and calculating all the calories that you're eating. And you have to understand that um, exercise is not going to be how you lose weight. It is definitely your caloric intake. So don't be fooled. Um, the exercise, however, is going to increase your metabolism, which is going to help elevate the amount of calories you burn naturally throughout the day. Um, it's also going to increase your muscle mass, which is going to do the same. It's going to help your muscle tone. It's also going to help your blood pressure, your cholesterol levels, blood sugar levels, and all those other amazing physiological things. So clearly it should be included in your regimen, but for fat and diet, it is not going to be your top pick for um, losing weight. All right, next one, deprive. Um, I know many of you, I know I did this, uh, top reason people deprive. Uh, I see it happen. Um, I see it. I saw it happen this last week. People start a, um, a diet and it's like they're, they're walking into this dark tunnel. Like, Oh, here we go. I'm going to start this. Like, I'm never going to have fun ever again. A diet should not be something that you dread. Um, don't deprive yourself. Um, it, it, it should be something that you embrace. It should be something that you are literally going to do for the rest of your life. So you have to figure out what's manageable and what works. If you start depriving yourself, you're going to fail. And, um, you know, certainly at the beginning of a, of a, of a diet, you need to establish routines that are important um, that you can follow through with and stick with. And the routines are essential in the success of your diet. However, if your entire family is going on a bike ride and everybody's stopping and getting ice cream and you're sitting there week after week after week not getting one scoop of ice cream, I can tell you this from personal experience. The day will come where you're going to cave. And when you do, it's it's not going to be with one scoop of sherbet. It's going to be with the quadruple peanut butter fudge parfait with extra nuts and, and, and whipped cream. And did I say hot fudge? Yeah, extra. Um, because this is what happens. We deprive, we deprive, we deprive, and we restrict until we can't take it anymore. 
And then we decide that we are going to make up for all of those weeks that we've deprived. And we sure do. And then and then we're off. And then that's when the gaining occurs. So my advice to you is this. Realistic, sustainable expectations. Do something that will work for you. So when you go on this family bike ride and everybody's out having ice cream, don't sit there and not have the ice cream. Um, look up all the flavors. Pick one that you think is enjoyable and make it work in your plan. Um, find a flavor that maybe is not astronomical in calories and have one scoop. Um, lay off the hot fudge, perhaps, and don't put on the nuts, those extras that that you don't need, perhaps, in the beginning of, of your destiny and losing weight. Um, and as your metabolism speeds up, you can add those things. Um, or if you don't want it, don't have it. But if you want it, don't deprive yourself. Um, same thing goes. You know, pizza's my big analogy. I use this one all the time, for example. Everybody loves their Friday night pizza. And, uh, you know, we we need to learn, more importantly, how to eat pizza instead of, of not to eat it. Because people eat pizza and they don't know how to eat it. Um, it's the portions and it's what you put on top. Um, go easy on the cheese. Let up on the fatty meats. Um, and, and portion out the slices. I just had someone yesterday ask me, you know, we we have pizza every Friday night. This is something that I I, I really enjoy. I don't want to, I don't want to stop doing this. And in order for this to be a um, part of my realistic uh, lifestyle, how can I make this work? So I told her extra veggies, um, light on the cheese. I told her uh, four square-sized slices the size of her palm or two triangular slices the size of her hands and um, weigh it out, put it in her log, and that's all she gets. Uh, instead of doing what we normally do, and that's feast on it because you you think that it's going to be your last time eating pizza because you've convinced yourself you're going to start fresh on Monday. Um, that those are famous last words that never happen. Um, so basically, um, you need to go into this knowing that um, it is going to be something that you want to do forever. And when you start seeing those results, the needle will start moving on the scale. You have to keep your eye on the grand prize. Um, I'm turning 50 in two weeks. Wow, that's kind of hard to say out loud. And so the um, grand prize, when I say that word, I think of Bozo Buckets. Bozo Buckets, if you remember that show, and if you're old enough to remember that show, the grand prize at the end, you know, remember they used to throw the little balls in the little cups? You have to keep your eye on the grand prize. And the grand prize is that last bucket at the end. Too often, people only keep their eye on the next bucket. You can't keep your eye on the next bucket. That next bucket is what causes people to fail. If you keep your eye on that next bucket, you'll get to that next bucket. You will. But oftentimes, you restrict too much. 
and you're only worried about that next bucket. And and sometimes that next bucket doesn't look the way you want it to look. Just like that scale might not look the way you want it to look the next day. And if that happens, you you just have to look at the grand prize. And that grand prize is the end result. Picture a faster metabolism. Picture freedom from ever having to start another diet again. Picture finally understanding how your body works. Picture getting to eat pizza on Friday nights and getting a scoop of ice cream uh, when your family goes out on a bike ride and not having to stress about it. These things will all fall into place if you are patient, if you don't fixate on that scale, and if you don't freak out at those scale fluctuations, if you exercise as a means of stress relief um, and to get stronger instead of exercising, thinking that you're burning calories for weight loss, don't deprive and restrict, and trust that process. Because if you do, you will definitely get to that grand prize. So hope you learned lots. Hope you enjoy your day. Trust that process. Let's go Make no excuses now I'm talking here and now I'm talking here and now Let's go Your time is running out I'm talking here and now I'm talking here and now It's not about what you've done It's about what you've